At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to an all-new episode this week of Help, I Suck at Dating. And as promised in our last episode, we've got a great guest today. She's known as the Duchess of Decorum. Patty Asai is joining us. Patty, how's it going? Going great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Thank you so much for even being here in the first place. So, Patty, you have a huge audience online. And what like what exactly do you teach or share with your followers? Uh, I teach the truth. And what I teach is really um, workplace etiquette. And I teach also um, social etiquette and financial literacy. And really a lot of my financial literacy is centered around women and dating and relationships. So those are the main topics that I teach. Okay, gotcha. So it's kind of like you cover a wider spectrum of things when it goes like you said, work, you said relationships, you said just like everything throughout the day. What, what, when people come to you asking for advice and for help, like what kind of things do they struggle with? Uh, a lot of times people come to me struggling with how to handle their finances and relationships. Okay. That's so it, okay. a lot of the questions that I get. What What is financial etiquette then? Well, financial etiquette is how the hell you're supposed to act with your finances when you're in a relationship or when you're married. Mm. So that's, that's really the topics that I get a lot because a lot of people are confused and they put themselves in, especially women, put themselves in detrimental situations because of the way they are with their finances and relationships. Okay. 
I feel like you have, I know the answer you're going to say to this, but as you're moving in together and like joining finances, what is your perspective on maybe as like a woman is having kids and things like that as, as the relationship is progressing on joining finances and working from the same bank account? Like what is your perspective on what we should do in those situations? Uh, yeah. So my perspective is you do not join finances, period. Mm. So everyone has their own separate account. That's where your money goes into. And then what happens is if you'd like to have a joint account that it's for the family expenses, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, the household expenses, then you can contribute from your own account into that account. But your account is yours. You have complete and utter control over it. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, Patty, I'm proud to say that's exactly how my girlfriend and I have it set up. Good. Very smart. That's not how my wife and I have it set up. So now I'm curious because we look at it as our finances are together, all of the finances. So we pretty much pull both of our money into, you know, one account. I mean, we always have multiple accounts. I have accounts, she has accounts, but like she knows how much is in mine. I know how much is in hers. We're very much an open book. So what would be the cons of that? Why do you feel that there's a better way of doing it? Because I think that those situations lend themselves to potential times when things go sour in a relationship and you have one account and you sometimes may not have control over what happens to that money. So let's say, you know, God forbid you and your fiance or girlfriend, whatever you guys want to part ways, right? So one person can take all the money and run if they'd like to, Hmm. or you really don't have much control over your own money because since it's in that account, you really don't feel comfortable spending it freely like you normally would. Jared, what do you think of that? How does that, uh, how does that make you feel? Well, I, okay. Here's a question for you. So if you do have separate accounts, should you know how much is in the other person's account? Like for example, Dean and Kaylin, Dean, you have your own account. Kaylin has her own account, but you guys have a joint account. Does mm-hmm. Kaylin know how much is in your personal account? Yeah, she knows how much how much is in my account, how much I have in stocks and in investments. And I would say like every so months, every every few months or however long we need to wait until we do it again, we would both add like an equal amount into our joint account, which we would use to spend on things like house renovations and all that kind of stuff. And Patty, do you think that's the way it should be? Yes, I do. And I, th- I, I think disclosure is really important because some people feel like, oh my gosh, if I don't know how much is in your account, you're trying to hide something. So I think just just to ease that aspect of it, you should know um, just what's in the other person's account and all of your finances together. So you have a big picture of what you can do with your finances. Mm. My my biggest thing with it was, uh, it's funny that I'm even saying this too, because my girlfriend makes a lot more money than I do. So if we did share it, if we pulled all of our finances into one account, I would be making that like a bandit. There's no question. Um, <laughs> but we we always put equal money into our joint account. And then whatever we spend in that account is always on something that benefits both of us equally. It's not like, you know, we're not putting money into the joint account and then going out and buying her a car or me a motorcycle or something like that. It's sure. always stuff that we're both using equally, equal amounts. Um, and it's worked well for us this far. It sounds like that's kind of what you're advocating for as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely... Uh, it's, it's been a bit of an adjustment. It's the first time we've, I've ever done anything like this. Same with her. So we're just learning it as we go, I guess. So do you guys, uh, do you guys contribute the same amount into the account? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I would say like every, every, like, so a few months or like, you know, we just got our backyard renovated. Um, so we would put like 10 grand each into the account. And then whenever that like depletes too much, we would both put 10 more thousand, $10,000 more into it, like that kind of thing. Okay. Because I, I yeah. always say that if, if, 
people are wondering like how much should they put in account if one person makes a lot more than the other mm. you contribute the same percentage of, oh, yeah. of your of your income so that also levels the playing field. i mean again i would be making out like a bandit if that yeah. were the case uh, maybe i'll go propose the idea to caitlin and see what she says great idea yeah yeah um sydney what about you do you and nick have a joint bank accounts um, not yet. So right now we're still in the in-between. Um, mm. So he, he, I, we kind of split it where I buy all of like the food and the stuff for the house. And when we make changes and he handles like the rent portion. So it ends up being like similar down the middle, but that's what we have right now. I think when we get married and um, like combine things a little bit more, I think we actually might be in the more of the Jared family, but um, I still think I would still have my own bank account and my own funds and we would probably contribute. So a little bit in the in-between, but yeah, I think a little bit right is, now. is a semantics just for the fact that ironically, Ashley and I don't have a joint bank account. Um, but we just feel like our bank accounts are joint, even though mm. I have my, I, I have a couple on my own and then she has a, a couple on her own, but it's just, like I know how much is in hers and we always talk about finances and like I we never talk of finances as if like, oh, OK, this is how much I have in my account. And mm -hmm. then this is how much I feel comfortable putting in our joint account. It's always just like, yeah, I have this amount of in there and then you have this amount. So we have this amount to spend and this is how we're budgeting our house and car and living, you know, uh, quality and groceries and so on and so forth. And uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Patty. No, I was going to say, well, what would you do if one spouse didn't work? So if, if one if, spouse example, didn't work, yes. Like if you were the only one that were working, then, then how would you handle that situation? I'm, I'm assuming the same way where it would just be, it's our finances. You know, okay. I've always looked at it. Um, uh, I have, uh, so I've seen it both ways. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's hard because I, okay. So full disclosure. So okay. my dad has always worked full time. My mom hasn't. Okay. And there's always been this tension between that um, where like, it's, you know, it's his money and she's spending it. He's yes. like, what, what are you doing? This is, you know, yeah. and so she's always felt inferior and she's Absolutely. always felt insecure about that. Conversely, Ashley's parents, uh, her dad works full time. Her mom was a nurse, but when she had the kids, she ended up being a stay home mom. So she didn't work anymore. And they've never looked at it that way. It's always been their money to the point. I'll tell you a story and I'll make sure that Ashley's okay with me saying this uh, before we put this out into the world. <laughs> but we went out the first time I went out to dinner with them, uh, Jay, her dad paid for dinner. And I said, thank you, Jay, so much. I really appreciate it because I didn't think twice he paid. And then afterwards, Ashley came up to me and she said, listen, the next time that happens, it's their money. So you thank right. my mom and my dad. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way because mm -hmm. her mom felt out like she felt inferior. Like, oh, well, it's, it's, you know, it's our money, not just his. Like we're married. This is a mutual thing. And so looking at it from that aspect and seeing the dichotomy between my parents and her parents, mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, her parents way has been much better. Now, granted, that's not for everybody. Cause like you said, if it doesn't work out, that's yeah. troublesome because then you run into some issues, but uh, I don't know. It's just the way I kind of look at it. Yeah, I just feel like from my experience, it's been it's like her parents are rare mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I work in a male dominated dominated industry. I'm around men constantly. OK, and I can't tell you how often I hear um, about, when, you know, when wives don't work. Oh, my wife spends so much of my money. Oh, she's out there buying purses. Oh, she's this. Oh, she's that. And it's always 
a point of contention, even though they have a lot of money, even though, you know, money is not an issue, it's never looked upon as her being equal. So, you know, that, that's been my experience. And I, I think your wife's parents are great. I think that's amazing. But I, I do feel that given my experience, that's, that's the exception to the rule, unfortunately. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. 
Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I have a question for you, Patty. So say like the wife chooses to stay at home for a period of time and she's not working and she's not making money. I've seen some people talk about like giving an allowance to the wife, because even though she's not working, she is technically like doing work. She's a stay at home mom. That's a lot of work as well. What would you recommend for those couples who one, one person of the couple isn't making money, but the other one is, how do you do that? And have one person still have their own bank account and not combine forces in those cases? Sure. So uh, I just want to start by saying, I think every single woman should work. Even if you have kids, I think you should work. Because that in that way, you maintain your power and independence in a relationship. The second that you don't work, you're, you're giving away a lot of your power and independence. Having said that, I know there are some situations where women feel like they want to stay home with their kids, you know, and, and, and that's OK. I'm, I'm not judging that. So in those instances, I think that everyone needs to have or the, the couple, they need to have a conversation around what they feel comfortable ha- or how they feel comfortable handling the finances. So is it a free for all? How much do they feel comfortable each of them spending? And how much is that a week? So I wouldn't really call it an an allowance per se, but just a guideline as to this is where we are financially. This is our budget, which I suggest every couple have. And this is how much we can spend on, you know, extraneous things outside of the necessary items that we need for our family. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you need to set out the ground rules because otherwise it just can cause a lot of issues. Patty, I got, I got a question for you too. So just to catch you up to speed, uh, Jared is married, Sydney is engaged, and I am a uh, low life just in a relationship with my girlfriend. <laughs> um, I see one of your TikTok videos where you say never change your name when you get married. And I just want you to be able to expand on that because I'm curious. Yeah. So um, the reason I say that is because we really have to understand where changing your name comes from. And the only women, the only reason women changed their name when they got married is because they were seen as the property of mm. the man. Women were not able to work. They weren't able to have bank accounts because they're like, well, why do you need money? I mean, you, you're owned by somebody else. And then, you know, the, the man was obligated to take care of his wife. And that's where it comes from. Oh, you know, a man is supposed to provide and protect. That only comes from that notion that he's pr- providing, and protecting his property, just like he's supposed to provide and protect for his sheep and his cows and any other thing he owns. So, um, that's really where that concept comes from. And, you know, like when a woman, uh, when women get married, they get walked down the aisle by their dads. Mm. Their dad is giving them away because before their husbands own them, their fathers own them. Yeah. So that's why I say there's really no need to change your name at this point. Right. So it's, it's coming from a place of like deconstructing the patriarchy uh, where, absolutely. which I fully agree with too. And, uh, I, I've said it on this podcast, it, when, if and when Kaylin and I put pen to paper, uh, we are going to change our names, but we're both going to change our last names. Right. So I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be something like, don't lose your identity by changing your name. But I do agree with you. And it, it's been one of my big gripes with even just marriage in general. Marriage is great, you know, for so many reasons. It's right for so many people. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like <laughs> such an antiquated ideal idea to me in so many ways. And so I've been fighting it for as long as I can. <laughs> It's a fight. Yeah, me I'm, too. Me it's too. a fight I'm eventually going to lose, but you know, I'm, I'm putting up as good of a fight as I possibly can. Dean, yeah, when too. you change your name like that, do you guys just pick a new last name, or do you combine your name, or how does that work? Uh, yeah, like what would it be like Millert or something like that. Yeah. Um. Well, no, we both agreed. So my late mother's last name was Bell. Her maiden name was Bell, 
Uh, and so we would be Dean Bell and Kaylin Bell. Okay, I like that. And it, it's funny too, because my brother cool. uh, married his wife last year and they both did the same thing. So now he's hmm. Brad Bell and she's Ashley Bell. Um, so in a way, we are taking my last name, I guess, but we're both changing our last names for my mother's maiden name. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, like I really that like that. Um, Sydney, are you ex- are you excited okay. to lose Lou Twaco? Um, I just kind of like how the names, how Sydney Weeby sounds. I mm-hmm. I see it as less of like me being owned by Nick and more of just like a closing of one chapter and like a starting <laughs> of another in a way, less like ownership. But I mean... I know everyone's different with this and everyone has their own way of going about things. Um, I'll still have like my last name in my name, just not like my last last name. So, uh, Oh, is it going to be Sydney Lutwako? I, I, I think it'll be like my whole name, just like inserting Weeby oh, at yeah. the end, just uh, rearranging Weeby. some things. But yeah, it's pretty that's, much what Ashley did. Yeah. Nice. Patty, another question for you. So we're all about etiquette um, over here. What are you, what are, what's your stance on, an, on the etiquette of one guy dating 30 women on national television. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that is so absurd and vice versa. Too. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, it's, it's not, it's not, it has anything to do with being a guy or a woman. I mean, I, I just think all of that is so absurd <laughs> because at the end of the day, I mean, you just cannot find love in those instances. You know, you, mm-hmm. it's so fabricated and trust me, you know, I, I get on TV and whatnot and just the preparation that goes into that alone everything is just so staged that you you can't find love. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You see, you know, him kissing like 10 women or her kissing like 10 dudes. Come on. We can do I mean, than that. Hey, I agree. You're preaching, preaching in the choir over here. <laughs> Let's evolve from that, you know? Yes, yes, yes. So Patty, I want to ask about your etiquette, uh, about dating etiquette, because obviously we're a dating podcast. Is there any dating etiquette that's normal in today's standards that shouldn't be? Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Ooh, that's I don't a good know, question. Maybe like guys paying for the first date or um, something like that. Yeah. I think one thing that everyone thinks is normal is that the guy should pay for all the dates. You know, I, I watch a lot of TikTok just because I'm on TikTok and there are so many of those videos. I am a queen. A guy has to pay for the date, you know, and I need to be treated like a queen. And uh, again, that comes from that notion of ownership as to, you know, a man has to pay for you because, you know, he is supposed to be your owner. And we've been kind of brainwashed into thinking that. So as far as etiquette itself goes, as far as dating, whoever asks pays. So if the guy asks Mm. a girl out, then he should pay. And if the girl wants to ask a guy out, I think it's okay if she pays. Um, I don't think there should be gender roles because once you get into gender roles like that, it it just becomes kind of tricky because you'll get to a point where the guy is always paying for everything. And I always say he who controls the gold makes the rules. So if a guy is always paying for everything, he is going to have a lot more say so in where you go, where you vacation, what you eat, and you'll slowly start to see you have less and less say so in the relationship because, yeah, naturally he's paying. He gets to pick. So how do we break out of those uh, that gender role dating etiquette? Because I have a lot of friends that are girls and I constantly hear them say, oh, like this guy's just not asking me out. And then I say, well, why don't you ask him out? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I'm. I'm not the guy. The guy needs to ask the girl. Right. So how do we break out of this? I, I, I think, again, we have to understand the mentality that goes behind it. And, and I use this word a lot, but it's true. It's the brainwashing of thinking that, you know, a man's role is X and a woman's role is X. Hmm. And 
we we know where that comes from we know we know why we're thinking that way and because of that we just need to just be courageous if you want to ask a guy out ask a guy out i i yeah. I, I don't think i don't think we should be afraid to do that now the right guy is not going to be turned off by that okay the guy that's right for you is not going to be turned off by that a guy that's not right for you is going to be turned off because like i don't want a girl asking me out i want to do all the asking out okay he can find someone that he can ask out i agree patty i feel like we're uh i feel like we should be best friends because i agree <laughs> with everything you say and everything every time you say something i'm like yep she's nailed it again um but patty before we let you go though i've got some questions so you said you're big on tiktok and uh for the listeners out there that want to go follow you on tiktok your handle is it's the um it's duchess of decorum duchess of decorum okay yeah. i love that where did you come up with that by the way i actually the, the fans started calling me that you know okay. yeah they're like oh you teach decorum oh you're like a duchess and it just kind of it, yeah it just kind of stuck it's stuck what's your what's your take on etiquette with like tiktok because especially when it comes to like posting thirst traps and stuff, there is like a whole side of TikTok where it's like so cringy and awkward and just watching it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable. What's your like, let's say you meet someone, you really like them and then you go on their social media and you see that they're like kind of one of those people that posts like a lot of like shirtless thirst, thirst traps and all that kind of stuff. And you don't really vibe with that. What's your take on that? Well, yeah, I, I think I think what's on someone's social media tells you a lot about them, tells you so much and tells you, you know, what whether they're the type of person that you want to be with or not, because um, if, yeah, the thirst traps and if someone's there with, you know, dressed in a way that, that you think is inappropriate, mm -hmm. that's not the person for you. Yeah. And you have, and as a creator, I am always conscious of what I put out there yeah. because um, you, everyone's watching, right. everybody's watching. You don't put anything on social media that you don't want the world to see, including your boss or the CEO of your company, mm -hmm. because I can't tell you how many people get fired because of that. They, you know, they don't know their social media policy at work. They go on TikTok, they say and do stupid stuff <laughs> and, um, you know, and their, their company sees it and fires them. And I think what a lot of people fail to realize too, when they start dating someone that's got like a cringy, for lack of a better word, social media is you start talking and dating that person, then that becomes kind of like a reflection of you in a lot of ways too. So it's definitely uh, no, something that you have to take seriously. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They're like, oh, you're dating this person? Yeah. Are, are you serious? Like, yeah. he hasn't worn a shirt in three years. <laughs> what right, <laughs> exactly. Um, Patty, well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate thank it. You. I feel like we have so much left to learn from you still. Um, if you want to learn more from Patty, be sure to check her out on TikTok, Justice Duchess of Decorum. Yes. Um, I love that hand. I think it's so great. Thank uh, you. Is, is there anything else you want to say before we let you get out of here? Just, just that in dating and relationships, always maintain your power and, and independence, which stems from financial independence. That's, always know that. That's genius. You're, you're like yeah. I said, I want to be your best friend. I, I hope that we can hear <laughs> more from you. <laughs> you just got one new TikTok, well, three new TikTok followers, but awesome. I'm sure Sydney Good. and Jared are going to join you too. But we appreciate you joining us. Um, Thank you. This was a blast. I had a yeah. lot of fun. Thank Looking you. Looking forward to next Thanks, time. Thank All right. You. Have a good day. See ya. Bye. Bye. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Help by Suck at Dating. We didn't get to any emails last episode. Um, I think it was last episode. We're doing multiple episodes a week now, so I don't really know how these get ordered, but uh, we're going to do an email now. So if Easton is there, if Hannah is there, maybe Sydney wants to read the email for us. Who knows? But we got one, uh, and let's see if we can get to it. Anyone? Anyone? I'll read it. Jared will read it. I'll read it. I'll take it. All right, so this is from Anonymous. Shocking. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is from a producer because it said it would be so much fun to ask these during the podcast and get everyone's opinion 
whether they think it's true or false. That's right. We're going to play a little true or false here, which means next week we should do, what is Tahama saying? Not true. Bible. Bible? Bible. Oh, wow. Apparently this is real. Our producer saying this is a really email. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Help I suck at dating uh, podcast listener. Hey, Jared, also, if someone else wants to send an email and where do they email? Uh, they can email us at I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. That is right. I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. Shout out mm-hmm. to also the very, very nice lady. I think her name was Alex and her uh, boyfriend or husband. I can't remember. I'm so, I have such a bad memory. They came into the coffee shop and uh, they said they're a part of Suck Army. They listen to the podcast all the time. So yeah. love them so much. Thank you so much. All right, let's get to this email. True or false? First one, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, where the hell is it? Hold on, I'm scrolling. Here we go. Uh, true or false? Jealousy is a sign of love. Uh, I, I would say Give me false. a little rapid fire here. False. Come on now. False. False. It's definitely false. I think we're all on the same page. This one, true or false? Opposites attract. False. Oh. So I'm the deciding vote on this one. Yeah, this one is, is true. I'm with Sydney because oh, I yeah. think opposites attract. I think the same people attract. I think just uh, people are attracted to other people. <laughs> well, uh, that's false. That, that, no, that's, that's true. False. Then. No, because you just, the opposites you just said attract. opposites attract. Well, uh, yeah, the same people attract. That, that's yeah. So true. Opposites do attract, but also yeah. the same can attract. That was a ma- question. <laughs> if we're talking about magnets, yeah, of course, magnet opposite <laughs> magnets attract. For sure, that's fine. But I would say generally a rule of thumb: it's not just because your opposite doesn't make you attract. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you think you're opposite of Kaylin? Yeah, I am, but I don't think we're attracted to each other because we're opposites. I think we're attracted to each other for many other for the fact that we're opposite of each other almost it, like pushes us apart, but everything else brings us closer together. Yeah, but you're still attracted to one another and you're opposites. Hence yeah, so opposites attract. We right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it didn't say it didn't say opposites are attracted to other opposites because they're opposite. It just said opposites attract. I'm saying we're attracted to each other in spite of our opposition in many things. Dean, there's no reason to fight. You lost two to one. Here we go. It's- True or false? Uh, divorce. Oh, divorce runs in the family. Oh. Hmm. People say that a lot. I would say true. Yeah, I would say true too. And I, and the only reason I want to say true, I don't think it's like a hereditary thing, but I will say uh, if, if you're brought up seeing things a certain way, it's kind of hard to kick those habits the older you get. Fair point. You uh, can. You can. But you can, of course. I mean, you absolutely can. That's very... It, it Just because it runs in the family doesn't mean you have to be a product of divorce as well. True or false? Intense, passionate, romantic love lasts no more than a few months to a year? Uh, I think true because you don't want it to be like fat, hot, and heavy forever. Like, y- yeah, you, you just want some, like groundedness. You just want to get in, get out, and get on with your day. Yeah. I feel like those tend to burn out quicker when they're <sighs> like that. So you're going true, Sid. Yeah. Dean? I want to say it's false with shades of true. Like it, it's kind of like it comes and goes in waves, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say false just so my wife doesn't divorce me. True or false? <laughs> nice. True love should be easy and effortless. True or false? True. False. False. Dean Ooh. and I agree on this one. Maybe it's it, the it, guy it, thing. And maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's hard sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's not true love. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I, from like the dating perspective of like everyone thinking like there should be games and like the playing. And I just found like mm. when something's right, it's easier than those things. But yeah, right. every relationship is definitely going to be interesting. And I, have I agree with you in the, in the early stages, it should be effortless. But I think yeah. once you get to a certain <laughs> point, it's like, well, you're going to have your issues. And if you don't put the effort into making it work, it's not going to work. Definitely. But I see your point. I do agree with you. True point. or false, kissing is more important for a healthy relationship than sex. Uh, That's so hard. True, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we all have to be uh, careful on how we answer this one. I'll we? say true. <laughs> I think true as well. Think about, let's ask you this. Uh, this goes to both of you guys. If you could, well, no, I'm not going to ask it actually. What? I was well, going to say, if you, could either, if you could either kiss or have sex with your partner for the rest of your life, one or the other, not both, which one would you have? I would say kiss because you can kiss every place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that's thinking outside the box. Yeah. I was going to say kiss as well. And so that's why kissing might be more. Okay. Important. That's a good way to ask it then. Yeah. 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 Okay. Dean always coming in with uh, very smart. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Kissing is more important than sex. Uh, true or false. Men fall in love faster than women. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I think true. False. No way. Well, we've all seen The Bachelor. It seems like they fall faster and harder. Those guys suck. (laughs) (laughs) True. That. I mean, that's true. I'll give you two. Yeah, that's true. I think. uh, Yeah, I'm. Well, it's funny because I think in both mine and Jared's cases, it was the girl falling faster, but the men eventually falling just as hard as the girl did initially. So maybe that's why we're speaking from experience. Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, I was right though. Hard to say, but I'm going with. False. Uh, next true or false? Three more. There's no love like your first love. Mm. Uh, true. I mean, for true. Me, yeah. This is my first love. Oh wow! Aww, that's just the cutest, gosh so darn sweet. thing I've ever heard. I know. Yeah. Uh, Jared, what do you say? I don't know. I get. I'm going to say true mm. because it says that your first love is. Like, it, there's no love like your first love. Right. That doesn't mean that there's not better love. I, exactly. I, my love for Ashley's better, but it is very different than the one I had with my first love. And that's exactly where I was going to go with it too. No one will ever replace my first love, of course, because you can't replace your first love. But I would say my love with Kaylin is better than my first love. Uh, Healthier, more true stable. False, relationship weight gain is a thing. Oh, true. False. I was going to say, Sydney, I feel like you like look, you look, I know, but you look great. Fantastic. You've been in a relationship with Nick for how long? And it's funny because Kaylin has only gotten way more attractive since we've started dating too. So like for a girl, maybe it's not the case, but I've been on. I don't know. I think being happier, I'm just like, it's glowy. I don't know. That's helped me, but I I think it can be true or false depending on either way. It's a hundred percent true. (laughs) I think it's true for men, false for women. The women get prettier and the men get fatter and uglier. Alan well, Jared, you also single, look beautiful. You look more handsome than I've ever seen you look in your entire life today. Stop that now. I'm blushing. I, uh, when I, I was single, I, when I would go to the gym, I would force myself to go to the gym because I was like, no one's going to want to date your fat ass. And right. so <laughs> I would like shame myself. But oh. now I'm happy in a relationship. So I'm like, she loves me whether I have 72 chocolate bars or not. Yeah. I might as well just have them and enjoy my life. Right. My biggest thing is now that I'm in a relationship, um, Kaylin only eats half of her food all the time. And so I'm eating my full meal and then half of her meal. And so, of course, I'm going to put on weight. Yeah, I can see that. That's a fair point. So all right. Last true, <laughs> last true or false does, does absence make the heart grow under? True. true. I agree. 
That is 100% true. Uh, cool. And that's going to do it for this anonymous email. So whoever sent this, because apparently you are a very real human being and listener of this podcast, thank you so much. That was a great email. Please send more emails like this to uh, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. That was a lot of fun. And I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating, right, team? That is going to do it for this week's episode, right, Sydney? Right, guys. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, go back and listen to our first episode of the week uh, where we talk all about Sydney's new engagement to her incredible fiance, Nick. Uh, And we talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers and where we want him to end up, which is definitely in Denver. Uh, Maybe a little bit about Tom Brady, too, if you're lucky. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help I Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.